0: Yeah, well, um, around Australia, last Christmas, the Love Makes Away movement organized carols for compassion, so went to a range of places like immigration um, department officers and uh, politicians' offices to sing Christmas carols, kind of wanting to emphasize the point that um, Jesus, whose birthday it is shortly, um, was himself a refugee, according to the story in, in Matthew chapter 2 in the Bible. And um, that was a good event and, uh, you know, a, a good set of events. And uh, they're also happening in other states around the country. But here in Perth, we, we actually didn't have the, the, the kind of the musical enthusiasm required <laughs> to put up that action, right? So, so a group of us got around the table um, and said, well, let's do something along, you know, with a similar theme, but a different sort of action. And, and that's when uh, Perth baby Jesus was born. Uh, and, and so we decided that, that this little baby Jesus kind of needs to go somewhere where the people are. And at that, this time of year, it's in shopping centres, madly buying uh, plastic, really. And, um, uh, and we wanted to make it clear that Perth baby Jesus was coming with a message of welcome for refugees. And we also wanted to link it to the story of, of Jesus' birth in the Bible, um, just so that it was sort of an unavoidable fact. That uh that here we are celebrating this festival, uh, a festival of a brown refugee, if you like, and uh, we went to Garden City first uh, at uh, sort of near Melville there and um, the the reaction from shoppers varied. Um, some wanted to have their photo taken, and some uh, came up and asked questions and, and said that the, you know they were perhaps from a religious background or from a from a position of support for refugees and, and that was really lovely and uh there were some some weird negative responses as well um so one man uh came came up to mary and and just went this is bullshit <laughs> and uh and walked away which we thought was he was full of the christmas spirit yes and um so in Garden City, we, we just walked around. There's a sign that said, you know, King Herod is trying to kill this baby. Who will welcome these refugees? Uh, and Mary and Joseph have a little baby uh, and a group of us just following along behind uh, supportively. And uh, happy days at Garden City. Then uh, we moved on to Coburn Gateways, and um, that's an even bigger shopping centre. And uh, and security, security really didn't want us there at all. Uh, so it took about... Ten minutes before they kind of they did a bit of a pincer movement and moved on on baby moved in on baby Jesus, mm. and I uh, made it clear that he had to go. And it was interesting. Um, you know, we, we we weren't there to actually provoke security or make their lives difficult. Um, but it was interesting when asked, "Well, what was the reason? Like, what's the primary reason?" They, they didn't have one. They just said, "You have to go." Hmm. Um, we said, "Oh, because it's just baby Jesus walking through a shopping centre at Christmas. We're not making any noise. We're not obstructing anything. We're not getting in people's faces." But they were very adamant that uh, that we all had to leave. Um, and uh, so we did, we did. We actually left and came back and had some lunch because we were a bit hungry. And, um, and, a, and a woman uh, from Michael Hill Jeweler came up and, and shouted at a group of us and said that we were a disgrace and uh, that we, we, we were ruining Christmas for children, uh, which I thought was a particularly unique response uh, to the baby Jesus at Christmas time.
1: Look, it's it's a, a beautiful action and you know, there's some beautiful photos. I'm just looking at one now, uh, of beautiful dark skinned baby Jesus being coddled by uh, Mother Mary and overlooking the the more traditional uh you know, uh, setup. But um look this is obviously really very serious business, uh mm. and you know, very serious point you're making here and Look, I'd really like you to comment a little bit if if you can on I guess the you know the, you know what you call out to the Christian community more broadly mm-hmm. to some of those uh Christians who or quite possibly Christians who are responding the way they they did and mm-hmm. also to the Christians that are in their halls of power that uh proclaim to to uh, be followers of Jesus.
0: Yeah, it- It's a a really strange time for for Christians in Australia that there's very much a... On on the one hand, every church uh, has a very clear uh, policy which criticises government policy on refugees and asylum seekers and more broadly on on multiculturalism and our uh, racial kind of uh, relations in Australia. Um, So there's a kind of unanimous, furious agreement amongst uh, church leaders that... Uh, we really want to see significant change uh, conformity to the, to the refugee convention and uh, and a complete change in in the way language is used but sadly, um, the statistics seem to indicate that uh, the, the the kind of pew sitting christian the the, the the average member of a church actually aligns more like the, um, the broader population. So being a member of a church does not mean that you're going to be supportive of refugees and asylum seekers. Uh, it, 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 you know, it doesn't mean you won't either, but it's roughly aligns with the rest of the population. So being a Christian doesn't seem to change anything uh, in that area at, at the moment. And uh, Love Makes Way actually arose out of that um, to say, this is outrageous. You know, we should have 100% of people in our churches who are, who are supportive of the cause. Um, what was really interesting was, was uh, just a few days ago when um, Immigration Minister Peter Dutton uh, did a bit of a dog whistle uh, and introduced uh, some American-style culture wars to Christmas um, with his bizarre claim that's not backed up by any facts, I can tell you that. Um, uh, his bizarre claim that, uh, that Christmas is under attack. People are trying to destroy Christmas uh, and that uh, we needed to, to rise up and defend Christmas And uh, I I find that fascinating because honestly, I cannot escape. Christmas, I don't even just mean the tinsel and the Santa and the present stuff. I mean, the, there, are, there are Christmas carols everywhere and nativity scenes everywhere. And as a priest, I get invited to keep going and telling the Christmas story all over the place. I'm like, what planet do you live on, Mr. Dutton? I, I've never experienced this attack on Christmas, and you'd think I would n- know about it. Yeah. Um, but actually, what's going on is rather than it being um, about, uh, about the, the actual character of jesus as as revealed in the bible um it's actually about a kind of weird cipher for for western culture where um, instead, of, instead of it being about a, a, a kind of Jewish peasant living un, under an occupation in the first century who has to flee for his life because a, a collaborator with the Romans is, is trying to kill him, you know, that, that's the Christian story. Instead, it's actually becoming about um, the kind of Western so-called moral tradition or, or liberal tradition and the, um, you know, um, jurisprudence and all these kinds of um, elements of, of Western culture are being overlaid onto, onto the original story. And that's where the culture war is um, So I suppose my encouragement to Christians Is to uh, read your Bible I mean I'd always say that I've got a slight bias But um, <laughs> actually read, read what's hmm. there and, and, uh, and particularly go to a text Like a Mary song Where she talks about lifting up the lowly And sending the rich away empty And casting down the mighty from their thrones um, the, the, It's a very subversive text And we need to recognize the subversive nature of Christmas
1: Speaking of subversive, uh, this chap, um, uh, anarchist, uh, slack bastard, uh, Andy Fleming, who's an occasional guest on our show, mm-hmm. has highlighted a a, uh, a a really awful incident in uh, South Perth around Bealia, actually, mm-hmm. um, where a Muslim, Muslim woman was uh, assaulted by by a man, I think you might call it a man, I might not be all that accurate, but um, what would anarchist uh, baby Jesus have to say uh, about this and I guess what would his message be to, uh, to uh, Foreign, uh, sorry, Immigration Minister Dutton about uh, inciting these kind of acts?
0: Yeah, I, I was in Bethlehem uh, almost exactly a year ago um, and I spent quite a bit of time there and uh, in Bethlehem, everyone wears, uh, every woman wears a, a kind of hijab or a, a head covering. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when, when you go into the Church of, of, the, uh, of the Nativity in Bethlehem, um, particularly the Catholic and Orthodox women who come in droves to visit that place are all wearing head coverings. And, uh, and, and it just makes me, it just makes me marvel at the, at the strangeness of people who think that a head covering is somehow offensive or somehow unique to Islam. Um, and like, have you never met a nun? Um, perhaps they haven't. And, and, and so the, 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 choices that, that women make, um, to, to cover their hair, uh, or to dress in, in any particular way, um, ought never to be something that that causes them to be assaulted or or abused in public and so i think what what um baby jesus would have to say and um, particularly to that man who as you say that that, that person who who did that that atrocious act he, he would he would actually invite him to come and come and meet his mother and say yeah. This is my mother, Mary, and look at how she's dressed. Mm. Um, she, she's, she's dressed exactly like the woman that you attacked, and perhaps even has the same, same kind of skin and the same kind of um, ethnic background as the woman that, that you attacked. And, and so in my kind of worldview, I look at that attack, and I see that, that's an attack on the mother of Jesus. And you've got to ask yourself if people are going around attacking people who look like Jesus' mum at Christmas, uh, how far have they strayed from the meaning of Christmas and how far have they strayed from the, from the teachings of Jesus?
1: And to uh, Immigration Minister Dutton, what would yeah. uh, baby Jesus say? I mean, I think it, it's pretty transparent to me that the, the kind of comments and you know, that he's made in the lead up to Christmas mm. do incite this kind of behaviour.
0: No question, yeah. And um, I mean, it's not just him. It's, it, there's a whole system, but he's certainly uh, the, the the figurehead, if you like, and the um, the key spokesman. I think uh, little baby Jesus would ask Peter Dutton to to kind of imagine what the journey was like. You know, recognising there's some you know some historical narrative, literary construct around around the story of the flight into Egypt. Nevertheless, you've got to imagine what it's like to walk through the desert uh, from from uh, Bethlehem uh, into Egypt. It, it, it's a shocking. Journey and uh, and as uh, the story goes, that when the Holy Family got there, there's all kinds of traditions around this. That when the Holy Family got there, they were welcomed uh, and given refuge, uh, and uh, and and so I, I suppose for for Peter Dutton, our hope our hope would be that instead of just talking about christianity instead of just talking about christmas he would actually um g- go right back to the source and uh, and and see what it's like to make that journey and see what it might be like for him as immigration minister imagine if he had to flee somewhere for his life if he was under threat what would he hope for in the place where he arrived um uh, it, it, it's sadly a, a common uh, a common experience that, that our politicians who are are very actively uh, proclaiming that they are Christians and really taking that very seriously and courting the Christian vote, uh, and and engaging very heavily with with the church communities, uh, are the ones who are the least likely to actually go back story uh, and put themselves inside it and, and let the story change them and influence their policies.
1: Just before I let you go, uh, mm. I'd just like to have your comment, if you don't mind. There was a really, what I think, a really fabulous action from some very dedicated activists just a few weeks ago where, uh, uh, you know, also re- regular guests on our show, uh, whistleblower, Activist Citizens Alliance crew, Waka for short, uh uh, you're closing down question time for a short time, parliament, and then another you know, quite uh, spectacular action the next day. I mean, is, this, uh, is this the point where we need to get to, do you think? I mean, I mean, with all respect to the action you've just uh, taken, mm. um, where, where, how do we get these politicians to respond, or how do we get the community to, to respond more broadly?
0: Yeah, I've always maintained that when we look back over history around this era, Um, We're not going to say that any action was ever too radical. We're going to say that nothing we did was ever radical enough. Um, and so you know when when uh, my colleagues and I there's hundreds of us now who, who've been arrested in sit-ins um, when we get criticized we say we, it's nothing it's nothing like the kind of um, the kind of intervention the kind of uh, disruption that, that we should be getting involved in um, and in fact many of us feel a, a sense of shame that we're not doing more in yes. this arena um, so the, the the work by the, um, the by WACA was, was was beautiful and um, and and part of a great matrix you know around the country a whole range of non-violent actions so you know when when the the suburban um you know dad or mum or, or family member wr- writes a letter to their politician that's that's a, an important action um and and when um the leaders of organizations and charities and and uh, and businesses um speak out about a situation that's important but we also need these kind of very visible inspirational actions um to remind us that we're when we're not Involved in a kind of polite struggle here This is not just um, uh, It's not just an intellectual issue Or a philosophical exercise There are genuine lives at risk People have actually died People are genuinely suffering a- a- As well as the fact that our whole nation's Kind of moral uh, grounding is, is, uh, is crumbling As we continue to engage in these human rights abuses So uh, I, like you Commend, uh, commend the, that, that set of actions At Parliament House And, uh, and I remind myself And I remind WACA and I remind all of the other groups uh, who are engaged in nonviolent direct action that, um, in a sense, nothing, provided we we conform to nonviolence, nothing uh, is too extreme when it comes to defending uh, these very vulnerable people who are suffering so much.